getting a crackle. Getting a crackle. Okay. Um, I am just a man uh, standing, well, sitting in front of another man, um, asking him to do a podcast. Getting a bad crackle. It just Perfect. keeps getting worse. Great. Hello, hello. Should I see if it's picking up or if it's just my headphones? We might be childhood friends and I might drag you down the bend But I'm sure it's crazy kids will work it out in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Okay, accidentally unplugged my mixer and then plugged it back in and the crackle's gone Great, maybe that was the crackle Let's begin yeah, I'll say it again, I guess. I'm just a man sitting in front of another man asking him to do a podcast. And it kind of seems like the answer is no, based on the answer... how this has been going so far. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> can I just say no and keep it at that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind of have, you, you've said no in so many words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I would hate to bore you with the details, but there is, yeah. the crackle is back. There's a crackle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So we're just going to hope for the best. Hopefully you're not hearing a um, distinct crackle. Make sure your feet. mixer, how is your, he, your headphones are plugged into your mixer, surely. Listen, I, this is why I said, can we just keep it at no? Because I didn't okay. want to get bogged down into tech help. I'm hoping everything's just working, okay, working out for the best on the in post, in post production. All right. Well, let's start again then. I, I'm just a man sitting in front of another man asking him if yeah. What's going to happen, I guess, next? What's going to happen now? Because I'm kind of out of ideas. Well, May, I actually have a question. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Are there any circumstances in which the two might might do a podcast together? Oh, I see. Yes, you're. um, Yeah. Well, that depends. I guess I would say um, uh, yes. I'd like to. um, But can I last? I heard my last question then. Yes, please. Yes. How, Mister Mister Shepherd? How long do you plan yeah. to be podcasting today? <laughs> Indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, great. That's where it seems like we're headed because there is a lot of tech problems already. We don't want to bore you guys with the details. Hopefully, it's not coming through yeah. on your end. Hopefully, we're yeah, maybe it is. If it uh, is, beautiful. then we'll troubleshoot it next week. Yeah, we'll troubleshoot it next week. Beautiful stuff. Wonderful. Here we are. It's the We're boys. In, um, we have to... So I think we we now responsibly, now that we've reached week four of four of this four-week chunk dedicated to yeah. Hugh Grant and Hugh Grant adjacent films. Yeah. All of which, not all of which, a majority of which will happen in the month of May. Not all of which, though. One week, yeah. one yeah. did come out in April. Yeah, we need that's to come true. up with a though pretty, we're like, releasing punchy, on such like, an odd schedule at the moment. Hashtagable, right? Name for this like block of programming. Yes, the spring. Right. It's our no nut November. It's our no nut November. Yeah, <sighs> no nut. Huh, Hugh. Um, Hugh is good. Hugh and me. No, it's got to be alliterative, like no nut November. Oh, I see. Um, so it's got to be Hugh Grant. It's got to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. But then we also have to come up uh, like May, neither April nor May start with huh or gruh. So well, we can do like summer. We've got to explore. Yeah. Spring more than anything. Has he been knighted? Because then you could do, do Sir Hugh summer. Sir Hugh's 
spring to summer. That's terrible. I think it, we responsibly were here at the end of the season yeah. or at the end of the like content block. We have to brand it now or else it's like yeah. the majority no, we've of it doesn't even come out yet. I'm with you. We do have to brand it. Do you need it to be like associated with the month or the season? It feels like that's sort of, if we want it to be as sticky as something like No Nut November, yeah, that's what we yeah. do. But, um, you know, they're not, I'm not married to them. They're just yeah, sort of like um, a template I'm using. It could be like Hugh Grant's huge. Huge is something. Aunt. I'll go to Rhyme Zone. This is one of why we've been wasting time. So I've put in a chat GPT. Can you give me a great marketing slogan for a month where we only talk about Hugh Grant, something that's as good as No Nut November? Better, if possible. And so chat GPT says, grant yourself some Hugh time, mayhem with Hugh Grant, Hugh Vember, the month of Grant, lights camera Hugh Neek, a month with Hugh Grant, love actually Hugh, a month long celebration. So I'm going to close chat GPT now because I don't think this, this is a Hugh task Grant's that Vernal it's dance. up to. Because it's spring, that's yeah. quite nice, actually. Hugh Grant's vernal dance. Yeah. Is <laughs> what that about okay? Hugh Grant? Yeah, that's, that's pretty a lot good. To fit into a hashtag. Vernal is really H G V D. Is that taken? That let's go. Sounds like a go. venereal disease. Certainly. Yeah. I'm gonna go look on Twitter just to see if it's. I don't think a- you want V D. I don't think you want V D in your hashtag <laughs> at all. You know. <laughs> let's see. H G. I think Hugh, Hugh Grant's vernal dance is really kind of resonating with me it it feels a little bit like the way you're describing it in that like old time there's a menace to it it feels kind of like (laughs) midsummer yeah it's compelled almost yeah like it's man oh god um yeah i think there's only two hits on h h g v d one is a believer uh tweeting at justin in 2014 and one is associated with the metropolitan police trash oversight road safety committee okay i think so we can kind of steamroll them we can steamroll them yeah so i guess the, if you're participating in hgvd which is again hugh grant's vernal dance yeah our sort of like four week chunk to hugh grant movies yeah. and wedding crashers um <laughs> you can tweet about it yeah i don't know with the hashtag hgvd and tiktok tweet at justin bieber because he's sort of already like let's get him somebody's involved, already yeah laid a little bit of the groundwork for kind of softened him up for HGVD. (laughs) You'll see that he's already sort of like tied into, he's like, oh, like I've been in this since 2014. Yeah. (laughs) I'm neck deep. (laughs) So I hope everybody's enjoying Hugh Grant's Vernal Dance. I hope everyone has enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I guess this is kind of nearing the end of it. Kind of depends on, uh, uh, you'll know, uh, listeners, or you won't know. Kind of depends on how long it takes Jared to finish his song. Yeah, that could that could be because you, either be you've already episode. heard that or yeah, you it, you don't next. even know it's happening. So you may even have to extend the four week vernal dance in in a mania inspired way, just like Midsommar. We may have to extend it another week and try to patch yeah. in another Hugh Grant movie just to uh, yeah just to kind of let Jared have let his creative process happen. That would be fine with you me. You can't like rush that. You can't rush that stuff. I was no. there for its inception, its creation, and it's you want to. You're, yeah. you're going to want to wait for it. Yeah, we want the perfect form of that. That's got to cook. 
Okay, well, I hope everyone's enjoying Hugh Grant's Fernal Dance. Uh, this week, we're talking about Notting Hill. It's um, the best movie. I think, you know, now that I've seen it, I think probably for the 25th time, I will, I'll go ahead and be on record and say that it is the best movie. It's pretty interesting to see just sort of unfold before me the yeah. exact blueprint you've clearly used to, like, mold your personality around for... <laughs> <laughs> Which guy do you think I am? Well, we should do you, Dramatis Persona really quick. Okay, yeah, let's say there's let's a few do Dramatis guys Persona. in this. There's a few guys. Hugh Grant's in it. in it, obviously. It's Hugh Grant's Vernal Dance. Yeah. Hugh Grant's in it. It's Hugh Grant's Vernal Dance. Julia uh, Roberts is in it. She's yeah. playing some kind of like AI robot who has no like expresses no emotions and has no feelings. She's playing subtle. It's called subtlety. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> I think she's meant. She plays a like Hollywood superstar. Uh, she's a Hollywood you know, like superstar, a Julia Roberts type. But she's just that's you've no, you've misunderstood. She's just a girl um, standing so in front so of she, a boy. She, I think she's playing a little like haughty, but it just sort of comes off a little. Uh, no, I don't know, she's wooden. just a girl. I, know, I hate she's, to. I hate to shit on this movie that you've clearly like imprinted on. So yeah, hard, but. please don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's also um, Reese France. She's just Jenny from the block. I think is w- w- the best way to explain it to you. You're you that have been confused by the by yeah. the rocks that she's got in this movie. But in fact, meanwhile, what's really happening is she's just Jenny from you the block. You know what? Does I, that I translate me you? most is when they were having yeah. their fun little like dinner party and her her like hurt and pain that she shared to uh, get the last brownie was yeah. uh, so completely um, laughed at, inaccessible, and uh, unrelatable. <laughs> That was funny, and they made a joke to out me of and it. everyone at the party. That I'm having trouble seeing her, remembering that she's Jenny from the block. And she's Jenny from the block, and she's just a girl standing in front of a boy. Little Nikki's big brother, uh, one of the two big brothers. Who was the other one? Do we remember? Um, I've kind of lost you at the begin at the beginning, middle, and end of that sentence. It was none of it really made a ton of sense to me. Uh, I guess who's little Nikki? Let's start there. Okay. Let's start there. I think 2000, I'm going to say one. Okay. Maybe 1999. I think I was a teen, a teen boy. Okay. There was a movie called Little Nicky, and it was about- With Adam Sandler? Exactly, yes. Okay. I was a real Sandler head. Who wasn't? Who wasn't? You see, you see movies like Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, and you're like, or well, I'm Or you just sold. listen to his comedy album, oh, yeah, where he's like, they're all going to laugh at you, and, yeah. and then probably something problematic. You can't stop peeing. But- yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're like, I'm sold. I'll, I'll like follow this guy to the end of the earth. Yeah. Who wasn't and then like that? He, you, you know, his, I think career gets a little more mature. Okay. I'm, I've looked it up. It's 2000. So I was 16. It's maybe okay. that's not an accept. Maybe this is an, an unacceptable movie to age love, to but be a Sandler head. Yeah. Okay. 2000. He comes out with a movie called Little Nicky. It's about Satan's. Two mischievous sons escaping hell is to it? wreak havoc on Earth. Wow. And the two older sons are played by Quentin Tarantino and Spike from this movie. And that's the only really? thing I recognize him from when I when he popped his head into this movie. I thought, ah, there it is. That's the Nick, little Nicky's older brother. Wow. From okay. a, a year Great. later. Now I understand that whole sentence. Little Nicky's older brother in it. Can I say someone who's in this movie? I should say, just to complete the thought. Okay. Yeah. Adam Sandler plays little Nicky, the third sort of like introverted younger brother of, of okay. the two older ones who's sort of sent to earth to fetch his older brothers. Great. And mischief kind of ensues. It was really good. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. 
Can I say someone who's in this movie? Yeah, please. Misha Barton. Mm, what you say? Was she? Yeah. It's funny. I watched the movie twice as I was explaining mm, to you. What you say? On. I can't remember the rest and of the I'm song. Having a lot of trouble remembering how, how she was involved in the movie. Wouldn't she have been like 10? Yeah. Okay. There's a scene but in the she? film where Hugh Grant. Uh, it's a great movie. Everybody's got to watch it. It's the best movie. Hugh Grant hilariously has to accidentally pretend to be on a press junket to interview Julia Roberts, he, even though there, he's just trying to go on a date scenes. with her. There's four scenes okay, where fine. Hugh Grant has to accidentally be in a press junket to impress Julia Roberts so he can go on a date. Sure. There's one. <laughs> but uh, there's, then there's after two he- Two and a half. Sure. I would say there's w- probably just one of this, those scenes. And he interviews her, and then he, it goes weird. And then he leaves, and the person's like, well, aren't, don't you want to interview the other people in this movie that you haven't yeah. seen and you're not a journalist? Oh, Mr. Becker. Mr. Becker. If you'd like to come with me, we can just rush you through the others. The others? And he interviews a young girl. So, uh, is this your first film? No, it's my 22nd. Of course it is. It was Misha and that's Barton. Misha Barton. Mm, what you say? I can't do the whole song. But you have to, you have to, you remember that meme? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's, she's barfing. <laughs> she barfing? Um, Sixth Sense, which I think was right around. Is she barfing too. in Sixth Sense at, around this time? Right okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. I guess that's I didn't gr- recognize her without the barf. Okay, yeah. So Misha Barton's in it. And who else? Uh, that's pretty much no it. No one. Yeah. Oh, some other people. Someone from Downton Abbey, I learned. Hugh Bonneville. While watching this. Yeah, Hugh Bonneville is in it. What a great movie. It's a perfect film. Should we describe it? Yeah, let's describe the film. So you think that I've modeled myself after one of the characters from this film, presumably the diffident Hugh Grant character. I've now tracked Hugh Grant through- Yeah, the ages. Time and space. Yeah. And sort of seen like the the little like flares that shoot off of of mm-hmm. Hugh Grant, uh, where you take like a movie like Four Weddings and a Funeral as a blueprint, and you're like, let's put yeah. two very funny men in it. Yeah, and then you got Wedding Crashers. It sounds like you're talking about uh, Hugh Grant's Burgle Dance. And I think just seeing the kind of like evolution of. Hugh Grant and his characters through mm-hmm. the years, and knowing you for many years now, and becoming familiar with the person you were before we were friends, uh huh, through our weekly conversations together, I just see a lot of similarities. Okay, that's nice. I'm, I'll take it. It's fine. He's quite charming. Um, so he. Yeah, I'm not saying uh, I'm not, I wasn't. I said I'm not, I'm not saying the looks. Obviously, not. The looks. <laughs> he is he incredibly owns, handsome. Even like it's very good you looking. Know what? I'll say it. He was even yeah. pretty good looking in music and lyrics. Oh, wow. There we go. Silver Fox. He owns a travel, a failing travel bookshop. Guess who comes into it? Biggest movie star in the world. It is established not just that she's a movie star. She is the biggest movie star in the world. She walks into his travel bookshop. She tries to buy a book. He does some like very charming flirting with her and then yeah, pretty like accidentally spills orange bumbling. juice on her and she has to go into his house in Notting Hill where he flirts with her more and she gives him a great big smack smack a room. Yeah. 
on the list. Yeah. And little Nikki's big brother is there. He's already sort of on earth causing mischief. Yeah. <laughs> He's always like slinking about in his underpants. Yeah. So this is sort of like, it's a good movie, I'll admit. It is it a great, soft universe boot of, of the little Nikki the little Nikki universe? I don't know. Yeah, that's a question for somebody who's seen the film. You know what it is? It's a, a, it's a Cinderella story. Little Nikki? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it is. Little Nikki is a Cinderella story. Oh, okay. No, I was actually it. talking about this one. It's a Cinderella story, but Hugh Grant's Cinderella. He lives with his ugly sister, little Nikki's big brother. And a Julia Roberts is Adrian. Let me go look. Uh, okay, I wish you wouldn't. Julia Roberts is the handsome prince, Prince Charming. Isn't that good? I've just come up with that. And that's what this is. It's a Cinderella story, but it's the boy is Cinderella. And yeah, welcome to the future. If you don't like it, get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, here we are. 2000, little Nicky. He plays Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. So let's, we can just refer to him by his character. You, now you know that when we say Adrian, we mean little Nicky's yeah. big brother. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. And I'll say, but we can move on, but I'll say, you said, yeah, Adrian, as if someone had asked you. They really <laughs> felt like you really sold it. Like it was like someone had asked you, oh, what was his name? And you're like, yeah, no, it's Adrian. But that wasn't, that was a journey you went on entirely by yourself. And in fact, against my express wishes. <laughs> she very but that's robotically good. and woodenly invites herself to Hugh Grant's baby sister's birthday party no don't, let's let's knock it off with the robotic you she it's called subtlety <laughs> she her performance charmingly, was so bizarre i've seen her in, in movies she's really good and this one she was just so bizarre just a girl standing in front of a boy she's jenny from the block she wants to have a normal life she has a crazy movie star life her boyfriend is alec yes. baldwin he's an asshole she, oh yeah alec baldwin's alec baldwin. in this one <laughs> yeah and it was the swing in 90s or whatever when it was 99 no. It was the swing in '90s, so it was okay that she was cheating on her serious boyfriend to be with this. I like, think she, he's a monster bookseller. Yeah, he's and it's sort of revealed that he's a monster. Yeah, and then we have this wonderful scene where she goes to Hugh Grant's sister's birthday party, and all of these British all people are just friends. like awkwardly. Oh, Sarah made a point, a very good point, when we were watching this that that scene where they're like all charming at the birthday party is the same scene that we saw in Sliding Doors. Did we watch Sliding Doors? It's the same scene that we saw in Sliding Doors where instead of showing that all the friends are charming, they just do a Monty right. Python sketch. Yeah, <laughs> but in was, this, because it's, it's Richard Curtis, it's like extremely well-written and funny, and you come away being like, gosh, I wish all these people were my friends. They're so charming. It makes Hugh Grant look good that he's got such lovely friends, and it yeah, charms the, the friends pants are all off really great. Julia Roberts. They are all a little one and, note, I will say. One of them's in a wheelchair, sure. and all she really seems to talk about is being in a wheelchair. One of them is a restaurateur. And all he seems to really talk about is being a restaurant. They all talk about their like sad broker. sack lives. Um, um, and then Jenny from the block shows up and spices things up a little bit and they get really serious. And she admi yeah. admits to your point that she's tired of all these men who want her just because she's a Hollywood star. Famous. Um, and she's found someone who doesn't even know who she is. Uh, and yeah, he doesn't care about friends, that stuff. Hugh Bonneville is very funny in this movie, and he has a whole conversation with her where he doesn't realize yeah. who she is. is and he's very like patronizing to her. It's really funny. Assume she's it's like, how much do you make like, on your last community theater yeah. at first? It's really good. <laughs> very funny. We should say, let's talk a little bit about Helix. 
Helix. That's the gist of the film. If you haven't watched it, I can't help you. I can't help you with your life if you haven't watched it. It's a, one of the best. I watched it, it is this the morning. Best Why are you coming in with no, this No, I'm attitude. talking to the listeners. Oh, God. We've described enough of the film. I think we should talk a little bit about Helix. So the film that Julia Roberts is in is marketing when she meets Hugh Grant. Looks awesome. It's called Helix. I th- figured we could maybe flesh it out a little bit. Here's what we know about it. Yes. It looks like 2001, A Space Odyssey. Kind of like tonally, it looks, there's a lot of like slow builds of her like walking through like spacey stuff. She gets mistaken for Demi Moore in one pretty funny scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably like a good star. Yeah. So I what? Demi have you Moore seen was G. an Jane? star. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. about to say that to you. I think. Don't come at me with that. Attitude. Demi Moore at the height of her powers. Actually, probably. Yeah, women can be soldiers. It's yeah, women could be soldiers. Yeah, guess when I watched G.I. Jane for the first time? Couldn't possibly I'll be tell interesting, you. whatever you say. Last week. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was That's interesting. Really interesting. That it's sort of yeah. come back that quickly. I suddenly was like, I, you know what? I've never watched G.I. Jane. I put it on fucking rules. Absolutely owns. What a great movie. Yeah. It's, literally, it says, she is the biggest movie star in the world. Pick the biggest female movie star in the world. Who is it? Right now. Or in the 90s. Julia Roberts. She's Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. She's Who Julia Roberts. Meg Ryan. Yeah. She also gets compared to a, to Meg Ryan at one point. I think she's Julia Roberts. That's actually a good approximation of who she is. Yeah. Can can you wrap your noodle around that? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. It's not the first time. Have you seen Ocean's 12? They do that <laughs> shit in Ocean's 12, too. Okay, sure. They use um, her as like a, a, a dazzle, you know? Let's like, flesh oh, Julia out Julia Roberts is here. And then they Here's what we know about it. At the 25 minute mark, uh, the, it's described, Helix is described as Close Encounters meet Jean de Florette. Yeah. I've seen Close Encounters. Jean de Florette is a, a movie I've brought up a few times on this podcast. And in fact, I often compare myself to Jean de Florette. <laughs> Jean de. Well, I guess not Florette. Jean de Florette. I compare myself to the Gerard Depardieu character in the film Jean de Florette. I'll, I'll, you don't need I am you don't need Wikipedia for it. I am the Wikipedia the for Jean de Florette. I'll just tell you. Don't look it up. Look at me. I will yeah, tell okay. you. We used to watch it in French class all the time. I've seen it like sure, okay. twenty times. I haven't ever it's been in a French. Very class. sad. It's extremely yeah. sad. It's about like some old timey French dudes. We listened to De Prinzen. It's Daniel Otoy and Gerard Depardieu, and Daniel Otoy wants to grow beautiful flowers to sell, and Gerard Depardieu sets up, and he wants to breed rabbits, and Jean de Florette discovers a spring on Gerard Depardieu's property and secretly siphons it away so he can use it to grow his flowers, and Gerard Depardieu then dies because of it, because he has to walk to the well. It's so sad. Spoilers for Jean de Florette came out in like the- 80s um so it's you know just like sad french people like kind of fucking up and like ruining each other's lives and then being sad and guilty about it um so it's that plus close encounters that sounds pretty good oh wow yeah and the other thing we is a pretty weird movie too yeah emotional stuff wrapped up in that the other thing we know about it well we know three other things about it one yeah please it has a psychotic flesh-eating robot in it give me one moment here I'm just going to be doing something in the background here just to to get some impressions on what we're describing. 
So you've got that. You've you've noted that. It's Close Encounters. It's Jean de Florette. It has a psychotic flesh-eating robot in it, which kind of doesn't fit with either of those genres. So I'd be interested to see how that character comes across in this seemingly ponderous, possibly French film in space. And Close Encounters is kind of ponderous, too, in a way. It's about obsession. So it's Close Encounters meets Jean de Florette with, what was it, Space Monsters? A psychotic flesh-eating robot. Hugh Grant, when he's on the junket, interviews this guy very amusingly. And he's like, Did you identify with the character you're playing? And the guy's like, No. And Hugh Grant's like, Why not? He's like, Well, ¿Por qué es un robot carnívoro psicópata? Because he's playing a psychopathic flesh-eating robot. Got it. And then we know two other things. One, it's got a young Misha Barton in it. Mm, what you say? So there's a... Young, and I can't remember what part she plays. And then uh, finally, we know it has no horses. It has what? No horses. So I guess that's it makes it ineligible for our other hit segment, Love in the Time of Horses. Yeah, we got to have horses in that. That's just for the branding. So that's what we know about the film. And that's that. What have you been doing? Meanwhile, I feel like I've been carrying a lot of the load here, but I'm hoping that what you've been doing is something that's going to be that's going to come in and take some of that load off of me. This is where you carried me. I'm I have loaded some of that into like a script building machine. As you know, Hollywood's on strike right now. Right. <laughs> this is probably going to be tasteless time to do exactly what we're doing. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. But you know, I think it, we can speculate all day about what this movie is, but let's actually put yeah. pen to paper here. Let's just see what it would look like. Yeah. You say you so give me some parameters. You want you want it to be French. That feels right to you, right? Sure. It's sort of you know what it keeps pitching to me, the automatic script generator? What? There's a few key elements. I asked it to give me a five pitches in a few sentences. Yeah. With the components that we loaded into it. And there's a few yeah. things that keep coming across. It's definitely like small idyllic French village. And yeah. like Julia Roberts is like a wise herbalist and young oh. Barton is her daughter. So it's sort of like Beauty and the Beast age. What is that? Yeah. Let me, I guess, stop you there if I can. Uh, we know yeah. that it's in space. It's the whole thing is in space. Well, I so, think, yeah. Well, I mean, they do incorporate the aliens. Can you I think uh, it's tell sort of the... like an alien narrative, except it's in sort of like whatever, like 1600s France. But in space. It's because she's in space. The I guess whole time. they could probably get like abducted into space and they could like blow up the space aliens from the inside using like 1600s know how. That would actually be pretty fucking wicked. That would be wicked. We know from having seen clips of it that she's in a modern spacesuit and a modern spaceship. So we'll need to find a way to shoehorn at it. Well, let's do the fucking work here. Okay, let's you know? do the work. So has your, How has your a, script generator given us anything to work with? She's or, a passionate or astronomer gonna, as well as a wise village herbalist. Okay, she's a passionate astronomer and wise village herbalist. We can have that stuff in flashbacks. There's no horses. In a village without horses. That's the opening line. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe this is like a, you know, the Netflix adaptation of... The scene uh, time in the love in the time of horses. Exterior. So exterior. Uh, village, no horses. Village, no horses. The, uh, it's a time of no horses. It's the opposite Can I of what add, we, we like to do. Title. Yeah. Helix. Um, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There should be like something <laughs> describing. We've already we've done the like intro credits. Everyone knows the movie's called Helix, yeah. starring Julie Roberts, yeah. Misha Barton, others. Yeah. 
we see this like establishing shot of French countryside, no horses. Yeah, yeah. no and horses. Then there's a title horse on the sight. Where yeah. in France do we want this to take place? Is it important? Um, Let's say uh, where's be, all the lavenders? I think probably it's you know where um, Jean de Florette takes place. It's probably in Normandy. Yeah, let's say Normandy. Okay. Um, also tasteless, I think. Yeah, maybe it's Having Marseille. Having the robot write the script. Maybe it's for in us. Marseille. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's say Marseille. <laughs> that feels better. Yeah. So yeah, they she they live in Marseille. So the it says yeah. Marseille, France. Mm-hmm. Or what do they say? How do they say France in French? Francais. La France. <laughs> La France. And then under it, it says no horses. Or is there like a sign in the establishment? I think you show, don't tell. Like a horse with. Maybe you have people like are riding around on each, like giving each other piggybacks in a way that's like, oh. <laughs> people this... think it's like a kink community. <laughs> this looks like a normal French village, but clearly they don't. When, when I expected to see a horse, instead there's not that. Can I make a recommendation? Sure. Do you want to go like sort of like steampunk fantasy with this and instead of riding on horses everyone seems to be riding around on like mechanical animals great and then it we zoom in to the workshop of uh like whatever uh uh late 1600s like tinkerer played by julia roberts okay and her young daughter who's like i don't know misha's her daughter that's great misha's her daughter and she's sick and she's always puking like like Green from cute. Sixth Sense. Yeah. Yeah. And every every time she does, they play that Imogen Heap song. It's the only village in France that has these mechanical horses. They've all been built okay. by this brilliant tinker engineer. Yeah. And then aliens come. Yes. Flesh-eating robots. Start killing all the, the villagers. The daughter mm-hmm. is immune, and that drives the aliens wild. Uh, okay. That's good. Because and they have barf. to go to space. That's good. And then good. they abduct so this is the daughter of... to, to yeah. like, you know, figure out some, some like anti-venom to her barf mm-hmm. and julia roberts has to like hitch a ride and use her steam this is wild wild west i'm realizing this is what i'm okay about. it's what you've pitched wild wild west she has to use her like steampunk devices to fight the aliens on their spaceship there we go God, now this it's is a space. good fucking movie it's fucking rules here yeah get her daughter okay. back to, to earth and then we'll just kind of kill Gerard Depardieu at the end of it. <laughs> the, like the escape pod they use to get out of the alien yeah. spaceship will like, lands on him, smash into the spring. I think. Okay, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Okay. Just sort of Ruin eradicate best laid plans. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, everybody, watch Helix, and we're allowed to talk about it as long as we want because it's about Notting Hill, film within a film. Um, we're gonna take yeah. a break, and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hmm. What would I do with an extra hour in my day? Very interesting question, BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. This is Evil Tanner. I'm like regular Tanner, except evil. Our sponsor, BetterHelp, has put a little prompt here in the copy for us. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? My own website, which only exists on the dark web, of course, uh, wetterhelp.com, could use a little help. So I would probably use that hour to do a whole bunch, like just flood Facebook with one like, one prayer. Please go donate to my GoFundMe. I need to bring my website, wetterhelp.com, back from 
the brink. Betterhelp.com, they feel like there's a little bit of uh, infringement. I said, well, you know, we're on the dark web. You guys are on the surface web. Our whole thing is like getting people wet who don't want to be wet. So it's like stepping in a puddle or like sitting on a bench that's wet. That's us. Like, that's what we do. Share this with a friend. One like, one prayer. I will follow through on the like prayer stuff too. I will be praying all night. I would use today's sponsor, betterhelp.com. Um, of course, I can't. I am evil Tanner. I can only use the deep web. We do have a deep web version of betterhelp.com. Um, it's called worsehelp.com. It's not good, but I think betterhelp.com is great from everything I've heard. Convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch at any time, no additional charge. Uh, go check it out. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bedfellows to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bedfellows. See you there. Well, not me, but have fun. Okay, so we said the whole movie, basically. And we said Helix. So you're getting to, which Notting Hill didn't bother to do. So as a listener, I feel like you got more than you paid for. What are you doing? Sorry, are you talking Why? to me? What? No, sometimes when I uh, um, it feels like I'm addressing someone who's not you, it's because I'm speaking to the. You know, the show goes out right to and people oh, listen you, to it. I don't, I'm sorry, <laughs> we're just standing here in this hotel lobby. Uh, oh, yes, Carlton. Having just sorry. walked in together. Yeah, just was very disoriented because it, it it feels like last like time come I was back talking from a break. to you, we were. In... And we're in character, and we're standing here in this hotel lobby. You, of course, can hear the the like atmospheric yeah. sounds around us. Yes. Uh, the slight echo to our voice, the murmuring in the background, the sort of sounds of a hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's here right you are now. just sort of speaking nonsense. And of course, I know yeah. you well. You're... Jeff. Jeff. Yep. <laughs> yes. And you are Elmer. Star reporters. In Star reporters, town, it feels like. Yeah. In London for... <laughs> The weekend entertainment reporters, I would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the buzz in 90s, you know, late 90s. Yeah. Uh, these guys are kind of like TMZ types, I would say, before TMZ really existed. Kind of following the trends around. And I think Jeff and Elmer are in town tracking. Anna. Her name is Anna. Anna Scott. Anna Scott. We're, yeah, we're sort of following her around. Following her around for to write up press junket stuff about like the movie that's not even out yet what do we write for it's got to be something pretty impressive because they've put us up in the ritz carlton <clears throat> that's true i mean it's that what's england's equivalent of the, the hollywood reporter oh i don't know you're english you tell me oh um fmv fhm fhm yeah 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 we're writing for fhm that's pretty good that feels right yeah or uncut that would be good too is that like a circumcision thing? You know, it's funny. I, I used to read Uncut all the time. And I, like, I, I think I even subscribed to it, or I certainly bought it when it came out all the time. It's a music magazine. But when I said it to you just now, I was like, sounds like a circumcision magazine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I think that. I guess maybe I well, have it's British, the, the lightest you know? impression that British men are generally. So I don't know. Yeah. So it's very, it's like kind of flag waving. Are we still in the hotel lobby? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was just shooting the shit with my fellow reporter, Elmer. Um, sh- shall we follow? I just wanted to check in. This guy fellow. just like, these two men like rushed in in front of us. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Into the lobby. Yeah. Sorry. Hi. Um, is Miss Scott staying here? No, sir. How about Miss Flintstone? No, sir. Uh, Bambi? No, sir. Or, um, I don't know, uh, Beavis or Butthead? No, sir. He's astonishingly good looking. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're now overhearing the, the bellhop. <laughs> there was a Miss Pocahontas that you checked out about an hour ago. Well, I believe she's holding a press conference at the Savoy before flying to America. I oh, suppose wonderful. Well, that's actually the press conference we're heading to next. So that's the one where uh, Anna Scott from that fucking weird movie that's like oh, kind of wow. like He's... Wild Wild West. Him and, so he kissed a man on the lips. <laughs> And then his friend from Downton Abbey, <laughs> he says, uh, we have lived off. then he does also kiss the man on the lips. Is, uh, so should we kiss this man on the lips? I'm not sure. I was just like yeah. checking in my room. We do have to get over to the Savoy. Yeah, we should go to the Savoy. We're incredibly late for the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let's go over our questions. I was thinking about asking Anna Scott, the most famous uh, film star in the world, how much longer she's planning to stay in England. I think the readers of FHM will be... that With my one question. <laughs> yeah. I think the readers of FHM are going to really want to fucking know. I'm thinking she might say something, anything along the lines of, a couple more days, no more time, a week. Any of those answers would be so interesting for me to write down and put in FHM. But what are you thinking about asking her? I'm writing an article about how London hotels treat people in wheelchairs, so I might just ask her about that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sort of a threat, yeah. like a veiled threat. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like we've followed in that same man from earlier, the handsome man yeah. in the pink shirt. Uh, the last time you were here, there were some fairly graphic photographs taken of you with uh, a young English guy. So, uh, what happened there? He was just a friend. We're still friends, I think. Yeah, he seems very I think I overheard that he writes for uh, Horses and Hounds magazine. Yes, gentleman in the pink shirt. Oh, he's raising his hand. He has a question. Miss Scott, are there any circumstances in which uh, the two of you might be more than just good friends. I hoped there would be, but no, I'm assured there aren't. I have a question about... What did you say? I'm sorry. Just the one question, please. Yes, thank you. Sorry. No, it's all right. You were saying? <laughs> did you mean me? <laughs> it's supposed to be one question per person. And yeah. He doesn't get another <laughs> question, does he? When you said you were saying, you meant me, right? Because I'm going to be fucking livid. Write for an industry publication. And his last con and his question was nonsense. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out how much longer she's going to be in England. The readers of FHM want to know. I was just wondering if... Uh, I just wondered whether... If Mr. Thacker realized he'd been uh, a daft prick. <laughs> and got down on his knees and begged you to reconsider whether you would, in fact, then re consider yes i believe i would that's very good news the readers of horse and hound will be absolutely delighted okay now everyone's cheering 
Yeah, I actually have more questions. Yeah, I have a lot more questions. We still haven't, I don't think, established, because we're getting mixed messages about how long she's going to be in the country. Right. Uh, Dominic, if you'd like to ask your question again. Yeah? Anna, how long are you intending to stay here in Britain? Uh, actually, that was his question. Yeah, this, that was my question. That guy stole Jeff's question. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, well, that was Jeff and Elmer, everybody's favorite characters, folks. Um, you all know and love I haven't them. Heard any we don't feedback, need to, but you know, we assume yeah. it's everyone's favorite. I think everybody's just kind of so just starstruck by whenever Jeff and Elmer appear that they they like are dumbfounded and don't don't want to mess with a good thing by giving any feedback you know yeah 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 why mess with success it ain't broke i do have uh on the one hand if you'd like to leave and have yeah, arbiter tanner come let's just okay let's just do, let's just do tanner. okay great get, you get out of here uh, you go uh, uh, <laughs> oh, arbiter tanner did you hear that yeah it was, yeah the bubble it's nice to see you back arbiter I tanner i hope pool. you didn't Cross the time streams with Jeff and Elmer, who I think were just uh, get, getting out of, you know, they, they, I don't know what they do, but we know that they're time travelers, I think. The FMV writers? <laughs> FHM? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know their work. Tough to know what it is that they are. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, Arbiter Tanner. You know why you're here. Uh, it's our segment. It's called On the One Hand. It's where we review the um, Rotten Tomatoes reviews of, of, the, of the movie. Um, I dispense justice. I dispense arbitration on uh, across three different mini segments within the segment. Do you want to introduce yeah. the first one? Yeah, first one's called "On the One Hand." Confusingly, and the, uh, we've got a few of these because everyone likes this movie. It's where we look at the good, positive reviews of the film. The first one is from Tom M, who gave this film five stars on March twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. Um, 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 um Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. R- R- Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not the lead singer, but it is his lead yeah, guitar. Anyway, Tom Morello. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, that it's the best film. He says best film ever to grace humanity. Wow. Was he an I angel? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> this is maybe in the city of angels verse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's no notes on that. Best well, we film know, ever to grace we, what humanity. What are we saying? It's, oh, it's a, I guess, who I'm sort of put, I've put on my like archeologist hat and I'm thinking back to your timeline. Okay. And I'm wondering if, do you know the movie, um, the 2000 movie, the Adam Sandler movie, Little Nicky? Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. We, I was actually talking about it with Tanner earlier. So I'm wondering if yeah. that shares a narrative universe with City of Angels. Because like the I mean, rules it, for manifesting yeah. on Earth are similar, you know? Well, if that's true, then we can also put in uh, the, I think it's called The Seventh Day. It's a late era Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold film. Arnold Schwarzenegger, great movie. Fights the devil. <laughs> really good movie. Didn't Keanu do a movie called Devil's Advocate where he yeah. is a lawyer for the devil? Yeah, so Al Pacino. That's a good is movie. the devil. Wow, what a like golden era of like devil movies. Yeah. <laughs> really glad I um, put on my archaeologist hat for this. Perfect. So Tom Morello says best film to ever grace humanity. And he is, of course, uh, referring, he's kind of just like winking at the the connections to the little Nikki. <laughs> yeah, and City of Angels. <laughs> Anonymous gave this film five stars on April 10th, 2022. Anonymous, she says, the funniest PG-13 Julia Roberts comedy ever. LOL. <laughs> Maybe that was the problem with this movie, was it was PG-13. I, I guess I just included Those this because it's weird. like, it's hyper-specific because 
how many PG thirteen Julia Roberts comedies are there? Two oh, to two question. to three. Can put my archaeologist hat back on and find out. I don't know. I think I'll speculate it's no that it's two answer. to three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of damning with faint praise. Yeah, and it's also I mean, it's better than the other ones. It's weird to include PG thirteen in there, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people like spend a lot of time. You know what? I got to admit, now it, yeah. as a dad. Yeah, I spend a lot of time on common sense media, which I don't even know what that is. It, it feels like Christian. Kind of I spend a lot Christian of time on it. Organization. I spend a lot of time on it because it's like not a lot of time, but I'll often. If you like, Google like, scan. is it okay for a kid to watch this? Because I don't want him to get scared. Yeah, uh, you'll end up on common sense media, and it feels Christian. But it's yeah. like quite. I mean, you know, that's not derogatory. It's it just like though. feels Christian. And but, there's, it doesn't feel like there's any judgment. They're just sort of saying yeah. like, yeah, this happens in the movie. This will scare your kid. Your kid. Uh, Anonymous, another member of the Hacker Collective Anonymous, uh, gave this film 4.5 stars on October 8th, 2011, and they've used this forum, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not sure if it's allowed, to address Hugh Grant. They're trying to, they're basically, this is oh, their Mr. equivalent Grant. of Mr. Grant, sliding Mr. Grant. into, Mr. Grant, Mr. Grant, yeah. yeah, they're Jeff and Elmer of their day, <laughs> Yeah, sliding into his DMs, and they've asked this question. Hugh you Grant, know what, I think if anything, okay. if, if there's, sorry, just interrupt. That's okay. If there's any reason we're doing this, yeah, it's to use our platform to amplify yeah. the, the rank and like, file. Who's this anonymous? This is the, the member of the hacker collective, anonymous. Yeah, it's to raise the voices of people like anonymous. So I yeah. think if Hugh Grant didn't see this comment on Rotten Tomatoes, maybe he now would hear there's it, a chance. Like having surely heard that we're doing yeah. Hugh Grant's infernal dance. Yeah. <laughs> 12 years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finally. But I'm glad to finally provide this service. Go ahead. Here's the question that Anonymous asks of Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, why did you make this film awesome? You think he made the movie? <laughs> well, it's not saying why did you make the film. It's saying why did you make this oh, film he awesome? Made it awesome. Yeah, but yeah. this movie and why? with anyone else. Adam Sandler surely would have drawn me in at the time if it was Adam yeah. Sandler instead of Hugh Grant. No, no. What about Jude Law? I think I'd watch this at with Jude time. Law. Yeah. I think sure. he has to be a bit of like a, his friends all sort of seem like they're in their like 30s, you know? They're all sort yeah. of a little like they've they've had their careers. Some of them taken off. Most of them haven't like we're entering the second phase of their life. Yeah. So it needs to be someone a little older. And I think in, in 99, Jude Law is probably like, Oh, too young. Well, I think Stewart. only Hugh Grant could do this. But Sir Patrick's do it. Perfect. Hugh Grant, I guess we'll leave it to Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, it's Hugh Grant's vernal dance. I imagine we'll be having him on the show after the success of this month of Hugh Grant programming. Yeah, I said earlier we might have to uh, squeeze in an extra Hugh Grant movie just to um, appease Jared's creative process. But it's really right. just to give his bookers time to like get in touch with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll leave that question unanswered. We'll leave it for Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, if you're listening, why did you make this film awesome? Yeah. <laughs> this is a segment within a segment we like to call On the Fence Hand. It's where we talk about the middling reviews of the film. I've only collected one. It's a four-star review of the film by a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous, uh, written on December 23rd, 2013. And Anonymous says, Christmas time. It just make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sort of make me cry towards the end too. It make the me part, cry. The part that make me cry the most was definitely when 
the guy got out of his car to get his wife who was in the wheelchair. Oh yeah, that was really sweet. Put her in the car. They were in a big hurry and she was like, adventure. we don't have time for me to go. And he was like, you come on all our adventures and it's sweet. That's lovely. That was my tearful um, moment. Okay. I don't know if we do that segment anymore. We haven't. It's back. Yeah. It's an echo from the past. <laughs> I cry when uh, she says, don't forget. I'm also just a girl. Standing in front of a boy. Asking him to love her. You know what I didn't know about that quote, that very famous quote? Yeah. It's from this movie. Yeah. Didn't am I wrong that your wife had it in her like Twitter bio for a while? Yeah, 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 yeah. She did. <laughs> I know it as a very famous quote, but I was like, I didn't I've never seen this movie, so I never know it from this movie. And when she said it, I was like, Oh, she's referencing something. And I went and looked <laughs> it up and I was like, No, that it's quote from, from this. Notting Hill. <laughs> yeah. There's a very funny scene where after she said after she says that, he's like, sorry, you've had your last chance. And then he goes and tells his friends and he's like, she just, she said, I'm just a girl standing with a boy, but I did the right thing. Right. And they're like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like Julia yeah. Roberts came and said like the most iconic romance line to you. And you fucking like blew her up. She gave you like a, an original Chagall painting. Oh yeah. Yeah. She does do that. And that also really impresses her friends. Um, funny. And then he goes and pretends to be a journalist again, sort of his yeah. shtick. He Something does it we're like used four to. times, uh, yeah. even though Jack asserted vehemently earlier that it was only once. He goes to the press junket. He then goes to set and gets to like listen in like he's a director. Yeah. And then he goes to the like press conference and it yeah. is immediately called on. Yeah, and says he's the guy from Horse and Hound. This is a segment within a segment called On the Other Hand. It's where we talk about the negative reviews of the film. I've collected three short ones. Uh, first one is from a member of the Hacker Collective, Anonymous. Uh, yeah, it, it gave this film- on message, an- Anonymous. Yeah. You know? I know, what the hell? At least present a united front. <laughs> yeah. Anonymous gives this film one star on January 12th, 2018, and says the following thing. Oh, this one's one of those ones that I put in just to mock them. I can't believe the ratings are so high for this movie. If you like cheating affairs and stereotypical cheesy romance where people make horrible mistakes and never repent, you will love this. Maybe a normal heterosexual romance story isn't for me. This is, you know what? I think there's a new branch of Rotten Tomatoes reviewers. We've, we've often encountered and, and ridiculed in in the past, like God warriors. Yeah. We're out here like, this movie is like this like extremely normcore movie is like somehow against god yeah but i think there's a new one which is they like have sex before marriage it's like hey welcome to movies (laughs) there's a new one sensitive in touch millennials and gen zers reacting to like people like like, sarcastic aloof oh yeah gen x 90s comedies (laughs) yeah that's fun you think that's what this is i think that's absolutely what this is because it's weird it takes you on a weird journey because like, it's this, like this early, this like '90s stuff. There's like a there's like a mean edge to it sometimes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's all self deprecating and yeah. ironic. But this, <laughs> I don't want to dwell on this review for too long. But it, the journey it takes you on, it like starts by being like to paraphrase, this movie is bad because it glorifies cheating. Which I guess like she's like kind of in an on again off again with Alec Baldwin, who's like a bad person, and she I guess cheats on him with Hugh Grant. So it's like, that's a weird take on this movie. I guess you had it. (laughs) But it's a Uh, weird take to be like, this movie glorifies cheating. But then it ends- also just did it in uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral, too. So 
I don't know why people are scandalized here, but not there. But it's not, it's a, just a weird thing to pick up on in the film, frankly. Sure. Like, sure. but then like the end of the review, just, I think it's a generational divide. Anonymous says this. I'll read this to you again. It's a really odd thing to say, especially after like going on this tirade against cheating. Like you, th- you're expecting a certain type of person. Then Anonymous yeah. says, maybe a normal heterosexual romance story isn't for me. That's what makes me also think it's Gen Z. What? Like, uh, is it? So, I don't. <laughs> you know, maybe they're like, I, you know, I went into this movie to see if I gave the heterosexual try, lifestyle you know? is right. And I've come out of it being like, A, I'm still like strongly against cheating and B, I guess questioning my sexuality, which is fine, but like a weird journey to go on in a Rotten Tomatoes review. Yeah. <laughs> also a Gen Z trait, I think, over sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Gen um, Z. I get that. Fair enough. Okay. I had a similar experience watching Little Nicky, me, Arbiter Tanner. Yeah. Um, you have two more other short ones? I've got two more short ones. Alec Kay gives this film two stars on October 5th, 2012. Alec Kay says the following thing. My favorite comedy film is 1933's Duck Soup. Uh, Marx Brothers. Yes. So, oh, sorry. I still have my archaeology hat on. Yeah. Um, um, I just thought it was, that's an odd review to, to be like, I'm, yeah, full stop. That's the whole review. One I'm gonna star go, review. I'm gonna two star review. My, I'm gonna two give two star review. My favorite two movies. stars to Notting Hill. I, I think and, what he has actually done here <laughs> is given us a connection between the like duck soup Marx Brothers universe and okay, perfect Notting Hill. Little Nicky. Like yeah, oh, like, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's like another branch off of Notting Hill. Yeah, you know? but I guess they are connected now via Notting Hill. Yeah, but he's saying like I'm comparing that film to this film, 1930s yeah. Duck Soup. And I'm unfavorable. It's not apples and oranges. It's apples and yeah. apples because I've I've you know I've made it that way. So okay. now those two universes are connected. Perfect. That's useful. Thank you, consider. Alex. Um finally Anonymous, uh member of the Hacker Collective, gave this film 2.5 stars, April 19th, 2011, says the following thing. It takes less than 20 minutes for the first absolutely realistic and believable kiss to be displayed. Why yeah. Are you timing it. Like Moments Mr. like he's, he's like Mr. Bud, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> if there I wasn't he, already, a, I think Mr. he's kiss. implying that there are some unrealistic and unbelievable kisses in the first ten to fifteen minutes. So you know it's what I'm a little. Say is I've watched the first ten to fifteen minutes of this movie twice in the last day. Yeah, and I don't think I thought any of the kisses at all were notable, unrealistic. Yeah. So it's a weird, it's a weird opening line. And then Anonymous says, yeah, moments like those are the ones that make you regret your number one rule for movie watching. Never leave a movie unfinished. And unfinished is in all caps. And it's weird all for right. him to I'm, say I've come that back that's... around. This guy wins. Okay. Well, let me just finish his, his, his he lives by a review code. here. He says, that rule, that. of course, like can, that rule, of course, can sometimes mean torture. It's a double-edged sword. I hate myself. 55 out of 100. Wow. What a trip. What a ride. Anonymous. What a ride. Never leave a movie unfinished. I guess I, I do appreciate that. But he's yeah, he like, lives by a code. He lives by a creed, and I admire that very much. So he wins. Yeah, he, wins he wins my affection and my kisses this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pour back to okay. the future now. Goodbye. Let, welcome back, Tanner. Tanner, we're going to leave. Great. It's time to go. I'll fill you in on what Arbiter Tanner said 
later. He has Not also interested. seen Little Nicky. Sort of worried pretty... that's gonna. Oh, he knows okay. Little Nicky. God, I wish yeah. he could like hook up with this dude. He's so <laughs> I'll like to say goodbye to you and say goodbye to our listeners for the time being. We'll be back. Great. But yeah. um, this uh, has been a lovely experience podcasting with you. I'm just a man sitting in front of a man and podcasting with him. Yeah, and, and we did it. Yeah, uh, um, you said indefinitely earlier, but it only took like an hour. Yeah, that yeah, that's fair enough. But we'll probably be back. But I'll, I'd like folks to subscribe to our Patreon, patreoncom podcast. Uh, please. <laughs> yeah, it's just really good. Yeah, it's good and fun in there. We do the must see yeah. TV lineup. Yeah, and now it's it's back to TGIF. Um, you can join our Facebook group. It's uh, Baby Nation on Facebook, and you can rate and review our show wherever you do that. Thank you to everybody who's done any of those things, and any and folks who just listen and don't do those things. We love you and kiss you as well. Get off your asses. Um, finally, I would like to say that this week we watched a movie. The movie we watched was called Notting Hill. It is the best movie. Um, I don't know what we're watching next week. <laughs> if it depends, uh, hopefully on Tanner's if editing Mr. this one. Grant's I'm praying. Bookers. Praying that Tanner's editing this one, and which Tanner definitely edited this one. That's why it sounds so probably much better than usual. Um, Insert, and yeah, what we're we're just waiting this. on Hugh Grant's bookers to get back to us to know whether or not yeah. we need to squeeze one more into um, hashtag HGVD. Yeah, and please I do hope, get um, out there, start trafficking yeah. that hashtag, start using it. Tell yeah. us about the HVD H. GVD, GVD moments that you're having this yeah, April, yeah, this, May. You can stretch it yeah. to June if you want. It's fine. Oh, yeah, totally. It's still vernal. <laughs> yeah. Um, all that remains is for me to say this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Sander Green Ring. And I hope that you find your Will Thackeray ever after. His name is Will Thacker in the movie. Should have said that earlier. Thank you.